and I cannot wait for season three of Busted. But I still gotta watch season two of Busted. Boosted. It's got my Osehun. <laughs> Osehun solving <laughs> mysteries. <laughs> Oh, he's so cute. <laughs> Instead, we'll have to settle for a different mystery. Okay, welcome to another episode of The Time of Our Wives. Hello, hello, this is Gemini. And this is Capricorn. And so today, we are going to be hitting a topic that's pretty close to one of the first things that we really bonded over. Sherlock Holmes. This is the truth. Yes. So we decided that we would do an episode on the much more recent Netflix series, Anola Holmes. Yes. yes. Very cute. Very cute. If you haven't watched it, please watch it. Yeah. So cute. It's very cute. I was... And cute is the word. Yeah. It's, it's very cute. It's very, very, very different from the book in a lot of ways. I've read the book. You have not. Uh, no, I haven't. Yeah, I've read the whole series. I just recently read the first book again, just because it had been a while and I knew I wanted to kind of watch this movie. So before I watched it, I really wanted to like brush up on the book. So first we'll talk about our experience with the movie and then we'll go into a little bit of the differences um, as far as the book, which is the book series by Nancy Springer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, I was really excited to see this. <laughs> I love the idea of the little sister. Yeah, I actually really do too as well. I I wasn't quite sure because I get weird about things around Sherlock anyways. You're, yes, it's very <laughs> close to your heart. I'm worried that they won't do it right or it'll just be too weird or something. But I, after I read the book series... I was really excited about her existing, possibly, and I feel like Nancy Springer did a really good job of kind of bringing this other aspect of their world to life in this interesting way, in a way that would be fun for girls who like mysteries, and just, yes. like, it was just really good. So good. Yeah. So cute. I can't wait to watch it again. Yeah. Okay, so we've got, we've got young Enola Holmes. Millie Bobby Brown, which we love her anyways. Totally adorable. Yeah, which it, it helps that we already love her. I'm right. I was waiting for so long because when I had heard the rumors that she was going to be cast as Enola Holmes, I was like, well, they have to wait for her hair to grow out because... <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> she Stranger shaved things. it. Yeah, she yeah. shaved it all for Stranger Things. And then I was just like, okay, well, that's going to take some time, <laughs> so... Millie, B- 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 Millie Vanilli, <laughs> Millie Vanilli Brown. Um. <laughs> so Millie Vanilli Brown. <laughs> not what I meant. Not what I meant. <sighs> yes, <laughs> I'm sorry, Millie Bobby Brown. I apologize for <laughs> for <laughs> sacrificing your name. Listen. You never sacrificing. You never lied about singing on anything, as far as we know. <laughs> okay, all right, but to be fair to Millie Van Vill- 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 uh-huh. Vill- Millie Vanilli, yeah. Okay, they could sing, right? They were just. <laughs> I know it's the industry, man. It wasn't them. She had to grow her hair out, so we had to wait. Yes. 
but it looks beautiful. It does look really good. I, and, you know, I'm growing my hair out, mm-hmm. and I want it to look as beautiful as hers. Mm, hers was pretty, pretty beautiful and fly away strands and yes. all that. So. I know. What I kept thinking mm-hmm. as we were watching the show, she changes um, into disguises a lot, and sometimes she dresses up to be a proper lady, and sometimes she dresses as a boy. Mm-hmm. But when she dressed up as a proper lady, I was wondering, who the hell is doing your hair with all these little, like, tucks and curls? Mm-hmm. Like, twists. And... Well, sometimes they also use hair pieces. I know. But, but did you ever notice, like, how... Yeah. Inter- I mean, it was beautiful. Yeah. Well, that's why they just put a, a false hair thing. Do you think that's what she did? I mean, that's what a lot of women did. But do you think that's what she did? Okay, so her hair was always done up really, really nice, and it looked really good. It was so cute. Mm-hmm. But also, that's not, you know, like, maybe she's just secretly amazing at doing her own hair. I mean, possibly. It was just so pretty. I just really yeah. want pretty hair like that. Okay, that works. Okay, so we've got we've got Enola, and her name backwards is... Alone. Yes, that her mother named her. Her mother, who had her very late in life, her brothers are very much older than her, Um, because I think in the books, her mom, they say that her mom had her when she was 50. Wow. Yeah, which I mean, that would make, that would be the only thing that would make sense with the brothers being as old as they are. And then her father dying shortly after she was born. Right, right. Yeah, her mom was like really old. (laughs) So then we've got... Spoilers, by the way, we will be talking, obviously, about the movie and the book. So we've got her brothers showing up because... The mother has disappeared. Yes. <laughs> Beatrix. All I can think of as Potter, and that would be close. Bellatrix. Right. <laughs> Beatrix Potter. I was like, there's something. <laughs> what is it called? Bellatrix. Bellatrix. Okay, so it's played by Helena... Bonham Carter. Yeah. And... I'm thinking Beatrix, but that's very wrong. <laughs> Millie Vanilli. Beatrix Potter. Beatrix Potter. Okay, <laughs> Bellatrix. So, anyways, all I could think of was her being an evil wizard. Well, time. I guess think of her more recent role on The Crown. She plays the Queen's sister on the more updated seasons. Oh, yeah, she, she did does. a really good job. That's really good. I also love The Crown. Okay, so yeah, so we've got... Eudoria Holmes has gone missing right on her daughter's birthday. 16th birthday, yes. Yes, so then, of course, the brothers, Sherlock and Mycroft, meet her and basically just kind of try to take over her life. (laughs) Especially Mycroft. But what I love, I like how Enola Holmes is the storyteller. Yeah, they did a really cute thing with that with the... With the movie where she breaks the fourth wall constantly. Constantly. Like, to try to update you on, like, secrets of, like, we're in on this secret together where, you know, we know what's really going on, but, you know, you you guys are on this adventure with me. So I thought that was really cute. It was so cute. I love how she lost track of what stage plan she was in. (laughs) Like, you know, this is stage three or four or is it six? I don't know. I mean, it was just... It was just so cute. It was a really cute way to introduce people to her and to her her, her whole world and everything. And then, of course, to her brothers that way. Because we do, we are seeing this uber-famous detective, but through the lens of his much younger sister. Yes. So I thought that was kind of cute. It was really funny because 
I didn't real realize it was Henry Cavill. Cavill. Yeah. Until the end when I saw. And I was like, oh, yeah, it is Superman. Yeah, yeah I really wasn't sure. I wasn't. Okay, I, when they announced the casting, I already wasn't a huge fan of who they cast for Mycroft. Nothing against him personally, but generally Mycroft is described as being very corpulent in a lot of ways. And I just, something about him, I was just like, I just don't really see him as Mycroft, which I think he did a good job, though. And he it was, did. He it did was a believable. Good job. And then when they announced, you know, Sherlock, I was like, no, like, how, how could Superman can't be Sherlock? I like, totally, totally fell for it. I they're fell totally for it. Totally different. But I think the way, the way that they portrayed the characters in this movie, it then, it made sense because. Well, right. It's also through Enola Holmes' right. eyes. So I liked it that Sherlock was softer. But that was just that, like, all of his interactions were softer. Yes. Like, I, just in general. I liked it. Yeah. I just mean, too, like, in comparison to the book. That's why when I... Oh, in the book. Oh, oh yeah. See, That's cause... why yeah, I pulled... There's, I wanted to read you a quote of what he says when they... um When the brothers meet her and they're trying to figure out what happened to their mother. And she's just like, I don't know what happened and everything. And so Sherlock says to her, quote... Pity the girl's cranial capacity, Mycroft. <laughs> He's constantly... That's one of the things I really noticed, like, that was super different. I mean, in the books, Anola's only 14. She had just turned 14. Okay. So, she's a lot younger. Where in this, I mean, I can understand why they wanted to make her a little more mature, as well as, you know, the actress's age, because they got delayed, I believe, in filming and everything else. So, they kind of were like, eh, well, now you're 16. I mean, that's fine. I mean, it um, works. Yeah, it it works for the series. Uh, it doesn't work for Percy Jackson, but whatever. That's not we don't thing. have to talk about don't that. Have to talk about that. <laughs> Mess the whole thing up. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, we don't. So have to talk for Anola, though, it's it's fine. That's only two years, and it, two years doesn't make that big of a difference in this kind of case with Anola Holmes. It still works, but in the book, I mean, Mycroft is not quite nearly as stern as he is in the movie. He's horrible. He's an ass in the movie. He screams at her and he makes her cry in this one yes. scene. And I was like, oh my god. Like, that was horrible. That was and, not nice. Yeah. All. In the book, he's portrayed as... I mean, he's basically is the English government. He's always portrayed as being basically the government. So he's got a lot of stuff going on. He doesn't have time to mess with a 14 or 16-year-old girl. So in the book, he's much more standoffish. He's kind of like cold and aloof in that normal way anyways that Holmes men are. But he's not cruel necessarily. He just thinks, she doesn't know what she needs. I need to help her. She's my ward. And you know what? Here, go over there and be someone's problem. Right. I have things to do. But I don't, I don't remember him being like cruel like that. Well, maybe they just decided to have Mycroft bear all of it in the show. Yeah, I think they had to kind of... Because I, I like... Sherlock being softer. Yeah. I like that he kind of wants to, he's maybe thinking he could take her under his wing or whatever. But honestly, yeah. she doesn't need that. No, she doesn't. She and beat like, him on that one case. Yeah. I mean, boom. In, in the books, he definitely, definitely underestimates her, which he has done in the film as well. But in the books, even more so. He like really is underestimating her abilities. So as the books go on and as she kind of keeps you know, resolving things that either he couldn't or he just didn't have time for or whatever, he starts to grow this admiration for her 
and it wasn't born out of this place of emotion like it was in the movie right it's more standard sherlock where it's like ah i kind of recognize you as you know you are related to me but so is my crop but you actually are similar yeah you're a little more similar to me than my croft in a lot of ways yeah so, i was i was interesting i i do like to see that side of sherlock yeah softer side the john watson side <laughs> mm, yes <laughs> so Which, who is curiously absent but of course they haven't met yet so. i know I'm like, he's always alone and i'm like until watson yeah. but anyways it's not about him it's about her right and um, her adventure and it yeah. was really fun it reminded me i haven't read these books mm-hmm. but i have read the flavia de luz books mm-hmm. i don't know if i'm saying that correctly by alan bradley and it reminded me a lot of flavia mm-hmm. like even the bicycle um in the book alan bradley has written um it's about a little girl i call her a little girl but a young <laughs> a young woman i right. think we start She's probably like 12 or whatever, but she basically is genius, like mm-hmm. Sherlock, solves mysteries, runs about her little town and does all yeah. these same things. And um, you know how much I love these oh, books. Yeah. I talk about Flavia all the time. Mm-hmm. I just love her. And so it was really exciting to see Enola Holmes. And I'm kind like, of follow that mark. Yeah. And I, you know, I was just really excited about it. It yeah. made me... I might read those books again. I know, again. Too, like, <laughs> I, know I want to finish reading all the uh, Anola Holmes books again now that I've finished this one. Yeah, so maybe I'll start with those. I like yeah. it. I like the fact that it's a young girl mm-hmm. and she's getting into trouble and she's getting out of trouble. Yeah, I do, I do feel though like, I mean, her name means alone and a lot of it was like her mother, we have a lot of flashbacks of her mother like prepping her to mm-hmm. be alone. Like, her mother kind of runs off somewhere vague, you know, in the beginning, and she doesn't know where she's gone. She has some ideas, of course, but she just doesn't know. And we have these brothers kind of swooping in, but they kind of, like, leave her be. And in the movie, there were so many instances where she really wasn't alone. She kept meeting new people and, like, depending on people, helping these people. And in the books... I, and I can totally understand just, you know, having having just finished the book again recently, it doesn't make the best translation into a movie because there's a lot of moments of her just sitting and thinking. Right. Or sitting and sketching because she's thinking. And there's a lot of, a lot more stillness to it. And there is a lot more, like, sadness, though, in a lot of it is because she does feel so alone in the books. Like, mm-hmm. she doesn't have anyone. So... In the book, she's 14, like we said, um, and she is running away. And one of the big differences, I mean, right off the bat, we have a huge departure because so in the book, she knows right off the bat because she is a fan of her brother, Sherlock Holmes. Yes. She says the first thing he's going to think is I'm going to disguise myself as a boy. And then what does she do in the movie? Disguises herself as a boy. Right. In Sherlock's old clothes. In the book, she goes into the mother's closet gets her mother's uh, widow's gear and she puts on the corset she puts on everything and she hides things in this corset because she's she's pretty thin and tall they did mention some of that though yeah but i just mean like right off the bat when she was like i'm disguising myself in boys clothes i was like yeah but uh, i guess it's because it was so clearly stated that's exactly what they would expect because she did end up going back to the widow's gear yeah, she does later. It it did kind of loop around in a weird way. So, like, in the book, because there is a lot more 
you know, going and all over the place just in the movie just to make it more exciting. So in the book, she disguises herself as a widow. She pedals her way, tries to go away, and then she ends up like sleeping out in the woods. And then she basically discards her bike and everything and she hops on a train. And as she's going to go hop on the train, though, she overhears about this missing Marquess. Marquise, I don't know how to say that. I don't know. Marque- I always say Mar- Marquis, but I don't they know. kept calling him Marquess, I think. I don't know. I don't remember. It's already been, what, five minutes? Yeah. <laughs> too many. Too many. We call him Marquis, I think. But anyways, so there's this missing boy. And so she's like, interesting. I'm going to try to solve this because why not? Even though she feels like, I don't have time for this, but she still, she has that innate nature that she has to fix it. So... She ends up going to this house where there's a 12-year-old boy missing who's wearing, his mother puts him in velvets and ribbons, and he has blonde Lord of Fauntleroy hair. Oh my goodness. So is that supposed to be? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So that's Tewksbury, or Tukey, as his nickname is. I'm just going to call him Tukey because it's easier. So he's, it's just, he's just very different. Oh yeah. He's this 12-year-old boy, and he's gone missing. His mother's boo-hooing all over the place. And Anola's this widow shows up and she's like, I can help you. And while she's there, there's this woman who is disguised or it's, oh, I shouldn't say a disguise, but it's a, it's a woman who's acting kind of like as a medium. She's just like outlandish woman. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I can help you find the boy. And, I, and Anola's like, this lady's crazy, but I'm going to walk around. And she ends up going into the woods, finding his little treehouse. Which was really cute. Oh, I've cute. always wanted to have a treehouse like I know, that when I was I know. little. I was like, always. His, and the way it's described to and the way it looks even in the movie, I was like, it just looks like so much fun. Ah, yeah. Let's just go play so, in the woods. I hate the woods. I love the woods. I mean, I don't let's hate the woods. Go. I hate bugs. Um, play. So she goes up to this treehouse and she finds a bunch of blonde hair all over the place. Because he's cut his hair. Because he's cut his hair off. And she looks around and she sees all this stuff about ships and like practice knots that he's tied and everything else. And so she's like, he's going to try to get on a ship. Like he wants to stow away and be a cabin boy. That's his adventure that he wants to go live. So she goes and tries to find him. And along the way, like she hops on the train, gets into London. So London is nothing at all like what she imagined. It's a much darker, scarier place there's women crawling in the streets that have like scabs on their heads and oh my god weird starving people like it was much darker seedier okay so everything is much more romanticized in the movie so what does she find in the movie when she goes up into the boy's treehouse um the flowers and his flower pressings and things like that because in the movie he's very much into plants like yes when they find each other, they find each other on the train, and then they um, end up jumping off the train. Spoilers! <laughs> and staying in the woods, and he's finding mushrooms and things for them to mm-hmm. eat. So he's very knowledgeable, mm-hmm. and not a little bratty kid like he right. seems to be in yeah. the book. But I, I think it really works. Like, it's nice for her to have a peer. Yeah. Somebody who is near her age and... Yeah, because in, in the in the books, the atmosphere is definitely much more of... Like, she's, she's smart in a lot of things. Her mother taught her a lot of things. 
she was not ready for the world, especially right. not the London of her day. And as ugly and dark as it is. Right. So when she comes across this boy, he's like the only thing less worldly than her. So she's like, I have to help I him. I must take care of him. I have to help him because I I don't know a lot, but this kid, is he really needs help. Yeah. So it was really cute. I, I like um their companionship mm-hmm. throughout the whole thing. Um, I'm glad they didn't like turn it all lovey-dovey. It definitely was much more romantic, though, in a lot of... I just mean, like, as far as, like, the city, the colors, the atmosphere, and then well, yeah. having this boy, and this, the flirting, the whole, you know... It him. was cute, though, because it they both cute. were young. So, they are at the age for a little bit of flirting, and but it yeah. wasn't, like, a main focus, and I like that. I like that it didn't stop her from being who she wanted yeah yeah definitely she still had this independence and uh she definitely was her own person it was just a lot more i mean there was there was definitely some good like action sequences of yes. course a lot more action the fighting was good yeah it was the so fighting fun. was really fun to watch she does get into fights at the the docks because she ends up finding this boy is this in the book yes in the book so in the book she finds this boy on a ship but these guys have kidnapped him and she ends up finding out that this uh medium who had showed up at the house was actually this guy uh-huh. in a disguise and she's like i should know about disguises i do them all the time yeah so it, it became it was like a much more neatly wrapped up kind of mystery of course but it, it is a short book so she ends up going to the police with this little boy and sherlock's walking like right past her and doesn't see her and she's like crap so she kind of like ditches the kid there because i mean he's with lestrade and so she's like okay bye peace out and then she takes off and then she ends up opening her own shop as a purgatorian which is a finder of lost things mm. and that's how that's where the rest of the series kind of opens up but in the movie they kind of left it open yeah much more open i think so we don't know exactly what she's going to do yeah um we do know that in the movie, Sherlock tells Mycroft my that I will take her. I will be her ward. Yeah, he's definitely gotten very attached to her in the so movie. So it's, it, it's a good thing, I think, for her. Yeah. Um, but, Someone that will respect her, at least. But overall, it's a really, really cute movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it had action. It had a lot about women's issues. Yes. That was there. The yeah. women's suffrage. All of that was in there. I um because that does come up in the books, but differently, I think. And it's I mean, there is a lot about women's issues and things. Cause in the book, her mother is still kind of gone and she's kind of run off to the moors to join the gypsies as they called them. Her mother just was a free spirit and she was just like, I just want to live my life. Like, I'm 64 years old. Let me just live my life. Mm. So in the movie, it was it was a much higher, heavier purpose right. going on. It, so. yes. Yeah, absolutely. She was fighting for something. Yeah, fighting for the world to change. Yes, for the yeah. for Enola, yeah. basically. But surprise, it's Enola who's going to embark on her own adventures. Mm-hmm. And it's exciting. So I kind of like was sad that when it was over i mean granted this is like two hours it's a two-hour movie yeah and i was like wasn't was that only the first episode like i wanted more i expected there to be more um i was definitely looking for more i really enjoyed it um but 
it was cute. Yeah. And it was a good it was a good little package. Oh yeah, and there are six books. Um and like I said, the books are a lot darker, so that's something to keep in mind. Um they do get a lot scary and just it's still I don't know, it's just it's a darker city in the in the books, of course. So I always try to tell people that they're like, Oh, my daughter wants to read that. I'm like, That's cool. It's really good. She's a great role model. It's just there's a garroter or something, you know, like there's some there's people trying to murder her and it gets kind of dark at times, so just be aware. But it's a good story and I really like the series. And there are six, so maybe there'll be six movies. Or at least like, I don't know, two or three more. I don't know. Anything would be nice. Yeah. I, I'm happy. I'm happy to have watched that. Yeah. And now I can think on Enola Holmes. Yeah. I enjoy that. And she would fit so well canonically. Yeah. She's very... I mean, if if you were just picking up a Sherlock Holmes book, you're like, mm, maybe he has a sister out there somewhere. You can always believe that. I mean, absolutely. She fits in there pretty seamlessly. She was, it was totally cute. I yeah. totally loved it. So please watch it. Um, if you're yeah. interested in any Holmes, don't expect it to be. No, it's it anything is more than it is. <laughs> yeah. It is definitely aimed at a younger audience. Mm-hmm. It's much more lighthearted. It's very sweet. It was yeah. just cute and sweet, and I liked it. Was it was cute. It was very entertaining mm-hmm. the whole time. So, yeah, I definitely want to watch it again. Mm-hmm, so. Definitely. Yeah. Okay, well, I think think that's just about cover that. Is there anything else that you want to mention or cover? No, I think that we covered it. Thank you guys for listening to us. Remember to subscribe mm-hmm. to all our things. I all don't know the what things. They, I don't know what they are. <laughs> We've got the time of our wives at gmail.com. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. Please, you know, rate, review, and subscribe. You can follow us on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you get podcasts. Uh, we appreciate it. And, and have a wonderful, wonderful day. Yes, thank you. We appreciate you listening. And I hope... Uh, I hope you send us some recommendations. I'm curious. I know. If anybody hears us. <laughs> if anybody out there can hear us. Um, definitely give us a recommendation. Yeah, because I, I like watching. I mean, clearly, I, I've watched the entire first season of Barry and part of the second season of Barry just today. I, I'm impressed. Which I love it. I actually really love it. But, and that's another oh, episode. That's another, <laughs> it's in for another time, but it's really good. So I don't mind sitting in front of the TV for hours. And now Oliver says it's time for bed. So on that, we must leave you. Yes. So until next time, this is Cap. And Gemini.